Thank you, Janet Lee, for your beautiful spirit playing. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And hello, everybody out there. So we have a lot on the agenda today and a lot of things I want to share with you and talk to you about. But you know, these are Holy Ghost teachings. And there are unctions of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost has a spirit of love to it. It has compassion to it. It has caring to it. And it has understanding, far-reaching. And I think that it's important to have a prayer for the famine that is going on right now in Africa, where millions and millions of people could possibly starve to death. We cannot forget about the world, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. So we need to be concerned in our gaining spiritual treasures, we need to not forget those on earth who are the poor, who are the sick, who are the suffering. So I want to pray for them and I want to pray for the, the refugees who are also in very tight, difficult, horrible situations. Some of them are starving. Some of them are suffering with sicknesses. There's no alleviation for them. I want to pray for them. And I want to pray for all of our followers who are experiencing sickness or infirmity. Our Father in heaven, our God, our mighty Lord Jesus, we bring to you these things I have just stated. We ask, O oh God, for mercy and grace upon the nations in Africa that are faced with famine. We pray, O oh God, their daily bread. We pray the supply of their need. And we pray along with that, that they may come to know your salvation. We pray, O oh God, for other persons of the world at this time, refugees and other persons, for your mercy, Lord, on them. Provide their daily bread. Provide their, their needs. And we pray for their salvation. We pray, Lord, for our followers and our families who may be fighting uh, sickness. We pray, God, right now, by the Holy Spirit for their deliverance, that there will go out over these uh, waves of, of communication a, a great spirit of healing, great spirit of compassion and love of the Holy Spirit, honoring this Holy Spirit time of teaching, honoring this message of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Oh God, we thank you for this, and we commit it unto you. Amen. I want to just tell you what's going on here today and some of the future things of the Holy Spirit teaching, what is the Holy Ghost, because the Holy Ghost is all of these things that we're teaching about, because it is the, the mediator. So today is scheduled for part 10, but actually last week there was a, a, a significant portion of part 9 that, that we did not finish, that we need to finish and then go on to part 10. There's some interesting things coming up. Um, part 11 will be about um, 
you know, uh, why does the Bible say God is a God of the living and not a God of the dead? And that will be an incredible teaching. That's going to be uh, next week, Lord willing. It'll also um, be revealing a lot about consciousness and what consciousness is. And it'll be talking about the spirits of the dead and where they go and all the different things like that. Uh, then we will, uh, after that week, uh, Lord Wellen, we will get into part 12, which will be about the tares, T-A-R-E-S. We could call them the tares, like, you know, terrorist tares. But we will be also, Lord Wellen, having a service during that time on the 12th for casting out the tares. Um, out of your DNA, out of uh, the listeners. And um, remember that the tares were put into the human bodies going way, way back at the beginning of the, of the uh, spirit soul creations. And uh, if anything is put in, it can be taken out. So we'll be working on that. And then, uh, you know, uh, that'll be part 12. Part 13, we want to get into something very unusual about uh, Lucifer, Satan's ancients and his ancient cities that were on earth. And I know there will be people say, oh, well, there's nothing in the Bible about that. But you are wrong. But there is quite a bit. And uh, it's like invisible Bible, but there are scriptures for it, which we will be opening up. And I'm hoping that the people that are listening to these teachings are understanding and appreciating the rareness and the unusualness of this. We're also right now very involved in uh, getting a lot of books uh, ready to be ready, ready to be published. Uh, we're just getting really near. We're on the verge. We're also doing uh, more filming uh, with a, a computer a robot involved, and it's it's awesome. Uh, these things are costing a lot of money. Uh, we did offer on this uh, uh, wonderful book, the incredible uh, book that uh, we're going to be putting out uh, before long, uh, of the Father's House Planet. And um, we're going to, in that book, give you the Father's House Planet astronomy address, where it's located in the heavens, where it's located in the star. We're going to give you the address. And uh, it's going to be amazing. Um, uh, when you, all these books become available. But, you know, uh, the job, the work. We need your prayers for our energy, for our health, and we need your prayers uh, to pray for, for people. Uh, we, we've got people that are backing us, that are helping us, and we don't expect any more from them. They're, they're doing so much. But there's other people out there that haven't really helped us like we need help, and we mentioned uh, here uh, several weeks back about we need two individuals to put in about $10,000 each, uh, and that would give them a, a share. Uh, they would earn more than that many, 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 many times over, uh, uh, unless some freak thing we can imagine would happen when the uh, Father's House book gets put out. So I'm praying that, that you will pray that God will open up uh, that, you know, because uh, 
you know, like I just got through putting out $5,000 on the film, and there's more money uh, that I have to put out here shortly. Uh, it just takes money to do these things. And people say, why is it taking so long? A gr great films take a long time. They take a long time and a lot of work. And great books take a long time and a lot of work. And it takes a team. And right now we have a team and we need more people. We need more people to help us that, that are qualified, but we just don't have the money to pay them right now. So that's what these extra monies are about. And I r rarely ever mention in, during my sermon time these things about money. But, uh, you know, uh, the labor is worthy of the hire, the Bible says. Uh, and, and we never take any, we don't take the church money. We don't take what comes into the church personally. Uh, you know, we we put that all on these these books and work and all of that, and so um, and and you know our our whole thing is public. It can be checked. Our taxes and all the money that comes in, all the money where it goes, is public. It can be checked. So you know this this is not just a, a blabber. This is a fact. All right. <clears throat> There's an ancient prophecy in the book of Daniel. Let me read it. It's um, it's chapter 8, and uh, it says, And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding, dark sentences shall stand up. His power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. He shall destroy wonderfully, shall prosper and practice, shall destroy the mighty and the holy people. And through his policies, he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand. Just so you understand that word craft, it's things like advanced animation, uh, like atoms. It's uh, advanced electromagnetic uh, aspects. It's advanced biophototonation, uh, those things. That's what it's talking about. And when we get to that time when we start talking about the cities of Lucifer, Satan, you will be so amazed. You'll just be almost standing on your feet during that old teaching. Uh, but but uh, let's go on with this. <clears throat> and he shall magnify himself uh, in his heart and by peace, which actually translates to mean pro, uh, pos, uh, prosperity, uh, he shall destroy many. He shall also stand up against the prince of uh, prince of princes, but he shall be broken without hand, and the vision of the evening and the morning which was told is true. Wherefore, shut up uh, the vision, for it shall be for many days, and days can be a long time, because those are generation days. And I was sick certain days, and afterwards I rose up and did the king's business. And I was astonished at the vision, but none understood it. And I so understand that, Daniel. I so understand when you receive a revelation from God, when you receive something so deep that it's, it's, it's just beyond the beyond, how that it's so difficult for people to receive it. And I'm hoping and praying that in this Holy Spirit uh, revival of, of the Word of God and, and, uh, and of the reveal of things that, that uh, I don't know of having never been spoken anywhere on earth just like what they're being presented right now and being revealed right now of the Bible. So we need people to understand the incredulity of this and the importance to do all that you can to stand by us in prayer, uh, number one, and stand by us in whatever other way that the Lord leads you. 
we don't want anyone taken from their substance or taken from from things that you know they just have to have we're not after that uh, we're just praying for you know getting this getting this thing out get, getting this message out and and it's it's a, a, a major uh, thing right now and we just are thankful to God and so now here we go let's begin we're we're in part nine uh, because we never finished it. Uh, I might reread a couple little things, but won't be much. One day a seer prophet will speak to the destinata and tell them where they are as to becoming an elect angel. First Timothy 5.21 KJV talks about elect angels. Strive lawfully according to the Holy Spirit for the masteries that you may be crowned. Common demons will think twice before coming against such a, a crowned saint of God. Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2.5, uh, KJV. Keep the thought before your mind that we are partakers with Christ. One day, select persons will know each person by their spirit rather than by the body house that they live in. So, wow. Here we go. The Gihon serpent man with his savvy of evil cunning defeated Eve and caused her to transgress. Genesis 1 through 6, Genesis 3 through 13, or 313. The serpent beguiled me, said, said Eve, and I did eat. And 1 Timothy 2.14 says the woman being deceived was in the transgression. The genetics of the soulless savvy, O serpent man, who was one of the early human prototype creations by Lucifer, who became the Satan serpent dragon, was preserved of genetic and spirit substance and taken to an outer moon of Saturn, uh, Rimfan, uh, Acts uh, 7, 43 which is uh, a, a transliteration and uh, from old terms from other languages, uh, and it uh, generally means Saturn. And, and um, uh, to be used as implants in the race of spirit soul humans, uh, the serpent uh, man plan by Lucifer Satan was a long-term plan for many generations. The Eve event was only the beginning. Wow, so this is talking about things like the tares, T-A-R-E-S, that it talks about in Matthew. It is written that the Lord said unto the serpent, I will put enmity between thy seed and her seed, and her seed shall bruise your head, and your serpent seed shall bruise her and her husband Adam's heels, Genesis three fourteen through 15, MIV. So we see that this genetic carry-on uh, is a long time involved in the generations of Adam as it uh, uh, initiates and, and initiates it and describes it in uh, the, uh, Genesis five. It is written, and the Lord said unto the serpent, "I will put enmity." Yes, okay, now we get that. Uh, and then here's further scriptures um, that uh, the the enemy uh, it was actually sowed by the devils. Jesus said, uh, "The tares, the enemy is the devil," and that's in Matthew uh, thirteen thirty eight through thirty nine, where you see these tares were planted in people way back in ancient times. Now listen to this scripture: There are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained, uh, savvy old Gihon serpent man, because he 
It's all the way back to Eve, to this condemnation, Jude 4, MIV. Forget not that the rods of Aaron and Moses turned into serpents, because the rod, which represented the father offspring, also had serpent seed material in them. Thus was used evil against evil, which Jesus said evil forces could not abide. Mark 3.26 KJV could not abide one evil force turning against another evil force. Therefore came Cain and Nimrod, therefore came others and Judas. Consequently, the Cosmocrator Principality is laminated with genetic information and was input in the, uh, the, the subtle uh, serpent's beguiled forbidden fruit. Uh, sometimes I like to call it substill because uh, I, it ties into some of my teachings on uh, the the sub areas of things that happen, but anyway, we'll put it uh, correctly. Uh, Substill uh, beguiled um, the forbidden fruit of uh, Eve to eat the forbidden fruit of uh, good and evil knowledge, and uh, Adam also ate from her, and uh, to take on her sins, and thus passed on their offspring to particularly uh, uh, to be particularly ac uh, accented on chosen vessels at Satan's bidding. So it is written, out of the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrite, and his fruit, so there's your fruit from the fruit that was eaten of the tree of the good and evil knowledge, prophesied here in Isaiah. So it is written, out of the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrite, and his fruit shall be a fiery flying serpent. Isaiah fourteen twenty nine. Okay, now we get into the spiritual Jesus offset to the invasive serpent seed. Hebrew 3.14, And the heavenly calling of Jesus Christ, the high priest of our profession, is an apostle. Most people never think of Jesus Christ being an apostle. But the Bible says right here in uh, Hebrews 3.14 that Jesus Christ was an apostle. So we've often said, well, you know, an apostle is a person who has, uh, has come to know Jesus Christ, uh, who you know is aware of Jesus Christ? Well, this is a, a, a titleship that means that Jesus Christ understood who he was, what his position in life was for, what his destiny was for, and so in that sense, Jesus knew the destiny of himself, and he was an apostle, and that's what the Bible calls him here in this scripture, which is very different and very unusual. <clears throat> Okay, uh, and we are joined with him in that calling, Hebrews 3.1. Inasmuch as we are joined to him by transassimilation, we suffered with him, we arose with him, we warred with him in the Holy Ghost against the forces and the powers of Satan, the dragon and his legions. And in other places it says that we were crucified with him. Therefore, when the, battle, when the war battles occur, uh, with Savio, the human computer robot, versus the Holy Ghost, uh, because the robot is physical and the Holy Ghost is spirit, to put the battle on the same energy warfront, the Lord's Holy Spirit in us, who have physical, physical bodies, will war with Savio, not by flesh and blood, but by spirit from inside our bodies of flesh and blood. This will be the rise of the Holy Ghost warriors of the Destinata. The new covenant, this is the covenant I will make with the destinata. I will put my laws in their minds and hearts. Hebrews 8.10, MIV. 
The Holy Ghost given signs will show the way to war against the forces dark and reveal what figures have testament for us and which figures do not have testament for us. Though being dead to sin, you are alive by the Spirit. Though touching not the forces of darkness, yet uh, they are touched by a fact. Since all things are pure to the pure, and Jesus Christ and all who are joined to him are pure in him, then to be pure is to vanquish the strokes of the robots of demons. Wow. Oh, we're getting there, folks. We're getting uh, uh, how to equip ourselves for the battles that are still ahead. So destinatus become pure in Jesus Christ who is pure. Understand this and also know there will be times when you are in Christ and times when you are in the body, flesh, mortal. Consequently, the zone of, the, of wisdom and, the, and prudence is to not war when you are in the weakness of the flesh, but to war when you are in the covering of the Holy Ghost. Wow. Let me just... Uh, Make a note here. Yeah, there we go. Uh, to not uh, war when you are in weakness of the flesh. So many people make a mistake on that area. Uh, they get into a consternation. They get into a an upset or a depression or an anger, and then they want to war right then. And and they're actually in the flesh. And when you war in the flesh, then you reap to the flesh negative, and and you will not be a winner. Uh, you have to wait until you can do your warring in the spirit because that is the power and the force and the energy that the forces dark cannot tolerate. Okay. <clears throat> Consequently, the zone of wisdom and prudence is not to war when you are in the weakness of the flesh, but to war when you are in the covering of the Holy Ghost. And this we understand because there is a time for everything under the sun and above the sun. Hear you, spirits of the legions of Lucifer, Satan. Hear, when the destinata war against you, it will be in the faith that framed the worlds. And every frame that has, that has a part of you in it will be examined and rooted out of any parts of your input for the Arturian prophets will go forth to remove from the earth and the heavens anything that you have planted or have put in your name or mark on. So any, any name or any mark that belongs to the forces dark, uh, that's going to be rooted out. And you will be rolled into a ball dot of squish plasma. That's talking about the forces dark. And even your favorite black hole will disclaim you. And only the lake of fire will welcome you as it burns the universe to a close and salutes the white throne judgment day that will then come. Wow. This is such deep, prevalent, important stuff. And so when God was speaking here and saying all these things, don't forget how we introduced this. Hear you spirits, legions of Lucifer, Satan. When the destinata war against you, it will be in the faith that framed the worlds. And so that is so important to not deny, not re refuse to acknowledge, uh, to not uh, have the problem like these people in the days of Daniel had pro problems who could not understand the word of God. 
The Bible says that the light of Jesus Christ shined in the darkness, but the darkness could not comprehend it. And that's something to really pray about, to pray about every day. Oh God, help me to comprehend the light. Help me to comprehend this word that is being manifested right now. If it wasn't meant for me to, to understand it, it wouldn't have been meant for me to be involved with this. And, and if you keep believing that and, and ushering in that kind of faith, then one day all of a sudden you'll be standing out there looking and seedlings will begin to flourish as they pop through the soil and, and you see the tender grasses of God. Hallelujah. The act of Savio versus prophecies of Jeboah the prophet sees afar. Now this is the prophecy that was told you, told that we uh, want you to hear, and we had hoped to get through to it last week, but we ran out of time. And here is this incredible prophecy uh, of Jeboah the prophet. Uh, it's, it's, it's a very advanced prophecy. A resistance shall come from afar, who are the offspring of Enoch. They are spirit warriors, for surely it is written, that God is a God of war. Destinata shall ride in the chariots of the Ziths. Now listen to this. Destinata shall ride in the chariots of the Ziths, of the sons of Enoch, who shall live in the Melchizedek nation of the Father's house planet. Though thousands of years prior to the age of Ion, the universe shall have places of peace and places of war. In that day, a great resistance shall rise against Savio, the human robot. Principality he is, called the Cosmocrater. This Cosmocrater comes from the meaning in the, uh, the uh, uh, 6th chapter, 12th verse of Ephesians, where it talks about the Principality. And when you look up that word, you will get uh, Cosmocrater, which is a world power. Uh, whom the creative power of Lucifer, Satan, gives life to be alive and superior to humans who know not the Holy Ghost. In that day, Lucifer shall promenade as being the most beautiful angel in creation. He will again introduce the original doctrine of Gog and Magog to the eighth planets, or to the eight planets of the moons that humans have expanded to live upon. And the Bible does tell us in, in uh, the book of... Um, of Isaiah, that that we are going to go out and plant uh, plant the, the the heavens, and I've been preaching that for <laughs> dozens and dozens dozens of years, and 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 uh, uh, people in the Christian realm sometimes uh, almost scoffed, but I'll tell you what, uh, it's real, it's very real. And these, this prophecy is a prophecy that will come to pass just as it speaks it. <clears throat> there will also, um, let's go on here, because um, Lucifer is going to bring up the Gog, the Magog again, and try to spread it to all the eight planets and moons that humans will have expanded on. On the earth there will be many plantoon cities deep in the oceans, Cities deep in non-earthquake zones of the earth, there will also live persons uh, daring upon the surface of the earth in gear work to protect them from the sun rays and extremes of weather cycles. All the earth initiated 
nations will be under one government. This does not include the manifestors and some other religious groups and life philosophers who are a major part of the resistance. In that day, hydrogen will fuel heater systems and vehicles and power systems of energy because the sensitive, explosive aspect of hydrogen will be overcome. It has entered a few minds. The changes and advances coming to the future, the proclivity for robots of every kind will be the choice of the masses of the people. Some and androids will be carriers of body parts uh, for, uh, for if or when needed by the master owner's bo own body. A theme of procreant uh, ideology will summit every mountain. The seed of men and animals will be a mix of reasoning that will rise like Babel towers. Godlessness will prevail as birth from an anther earth cradle uh, reality. However, the Holy Ghost will endow many manifester destinata with gifts of the Spirit that will outdo all the leader uh, magistrates of Magnus orders uh, of the mind control. So, you know, they're going to be big in the mind control, all these kind of things. Their gifts and powers will exceed all the early prophets. All mortals will receive a number, being a new system, kind of numbers not existing in the present time of this prophecy. Humans will be divided into classes. Only the upper classes will belong to longevity. All other human classes will be, to, will be to serve as prototypes. These prototypes will all be brain-geared by input mechanisms called signal loops. The destinata will loosen and free the controlled minds of many of these captives and will take them to be hidden on faraway planets for knowledge regeneration of their minds and bodies. Great masses of prototype people will become super armies of the hosts of the Lord. Angel cherubims, angel seraphims will be prohibited from interference until the time. Tangle of aura, soul, matrix is finished. But the cherubim and the seraphim will be able to be helpers and advisors to help the resistance according to the original laws of origins. Nevertheless, when Michael, the archangel of the seraphim, shall stand up for the destinata, lo, then it will be known the aura soul matrix of time of the time wall is demolished, and more resurrections will occur. Daniel twelve one through thirteen MIV. In the advance of robots and androids, one would only be able to detect the human types are not true humans by discerning of the eyes. When you begin to look at some of these robots and androids in the future time, you'll not be able to tell that they're not humans. They will look so human that it, you, you only, it'll take a special discerning. And, and the prophecy here talks about how you'll have to be able to discern it through their eyes. Very, very prophetic, very, very interesting. Okay. Um, in those days, mortals will cease from saying the end of the world is near. In the times of time, humans will discover the world of human life of ages. If time has pre-existed them, uh, that is not even mentioning the Lucifer human type experiences and human uh, mortal empires whose demagogues of brilliant minds shone like diamonds. 
This is talking about great times of, uh, of fantastic inventions of Lucifer in the past and also what will be in the future. <clears throat> of course, but one must go back into time and check out the evil gods mentioned in the Bible and its invis invisible world also. Although in the domino fall of many civilizations of times, ancient without known years, survivors rise again and again and again. Just as birds carry the image of dinosaurs within them, the story has not yet been told even to the extent being imagined of what was, of what is, and what is yet to come. Great catastrophes of nature nature will strike many of the planets supporting human life. But the solving of fusions to create minute suns of power will entrench humans in the knowledge of bubble life to withstand many horrible happenings and etc. The Bible will be translated and interpreted to manifestly unfold the invisible Bible within it. Along with the Bible will be the Holy Manifest and its knowledge and prophecies of the long life of the universe. Some human races in mortal bodies will live out the sun of the present earth and live under, uh, live under other suns far, far away. There will be paradises found in the fires of the universe, and they will be sought by seekers unrelentingly. The peace and peace will reign uh, certain of those paradises until their own offspring turn to rebellion. In those days, all persons under anatomy confines to keep the human head and brain from growing any larger will have implants called no-makers, K-N-O-makers. Love will be considered a primitive seduction, and the idea and cravings will be banned. The destinata and other resistant ones shall cling to love and its desire to make them more like God, because God is love. If all the prophecies were here uh, uh, written, no one would have the time to read it all, all. However, the day comes uh, of advanced vibrations and resonance, uh, reading, and, and as we get into that advanced vibration and resonant reading, uh, we will be able to read triply all the compounds. You'll be able to see the, the 30, 60, 100 fold uh, as, as you read. You'll be able to read in, in triple groupings. <clears throat> wow. All right. Here we go. By merely passing one's hand over, the, pa over the, the, the pages to receive the input of the message is, is in the strange of long time, barely more than a twinkling of an eye away. So the day's coming how you'll be able to do this triple reading is you'll just pass your hand over the, the script and, that, and you'll be able to, to read it just through the vibrations and the resonance. The holy wor ghost words of Jesus Christ were a light that shined in darkness, but the darkness received them not. Jesus said you will always have wars and hard times, famines and earthquakes and floods and dyings. The physical world is a world of predation and fear and anger and hurt. But the world of the first domain, the heaven of heavens, is a world of peace and light and love. It is written from which comes wars and fightings among you. Come they not from your lust and the war in your members? James 4, 1. 
in the in the time uh, time and a half time it is written the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up second peter 3:10 kjv is this the end no not by far far out of this is a renewed earth that will rise and mortals uh, gone uh, to a far planet will be in time return second peter 3:12 through 13 for time will go on and on Humans will live longer and longer lives. The Ophanim will uh, finish uh, these, uh, finish their uh, regeneration, uh, or regenerations, and the saved will remain saved. And then new groups of persons, uh, nearly ignorant of God, will be, uh, become a new trial for those who can be written into the book of life. The wonders of spirit reality, as in the spirit of the Word made flesh, and that wonder alone is something that people only understand in part. And so it is written, someone ancient, someone from the beginning of time, came to us as a child and grew up to be an adult master. We saw him with our own eyes. We touched him with our hands. We handled him. We knew he was the spirit word made flesh. His name is many, but the wondrous person is called Jesus Christ. First John 1 through 2 MIV. It is written one day we shall, we know we will see him as he is. For now we are the sons of God, but it does not appear what we shall be. But we know that when we shall appear, when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him at last as he is. 1 John 3, uh, 2 MIV. Those given to disparity and syndromes that angle to weak positions shall still believe a million years from now. There, there followed interpretations that the end of the world is near and that Jesus is coming soon. Uh, will have a different understanding. These interpretations are not the teachings of the Bible, just the misguidance of humans. For clearly Jesus Christ is always ascending and descending, going and coming, and people living and dying being regenerated again and again until their time and chance is fulfilled. Jesus thought that there would always be wars, rumors of wars on this planet, even in the so-called millennium, the Bible shows rebellion to still be active. So it is written these signs of life so disruptive that happen by nature and by people causations will go on and on. But this is not the end, rather just the beginning alpha of the long, ongoing uh, time Bible. Matthew 24, 6-8, KJV and MIV. If you want to continue believing the misery of your different and tra traditional view, you have that right and freedom. But the minds who will know the truth uh, belong to, a, to different zones of worlds, unspeakable and full of glory. Okay, so that finishes up number nine. And when we have a, take a break here and come back, part ten.
Absolutely beautiful. Thank you, Janet Lee, so much. Okay, folks. Part 10, here was the introduction announcements. And the title this, the, uh, is, of course, What is the Holy Ghost? And then the other part that uh, we will be getting into and covering is about um, this introduction. So um, let's read a little of this, uh, this uh, broadcast announcement. The time of the rough cast of First Rudiments is in wane. <clears throat> a new franchise of spiritual rights and prevails, or spiritual rights and privileges, are put into a prevailing network that is scrapping the psyche of disarray and dissonance, the lot not begotten of presumptuous wishes, nor of aimless self-concepts, has been Urim and Thummimed. Deuteronomy 33, 8, KJV. Now the word is verified and made bold by the Holy Ghost regarding Christ's desire to certify his promise. With God, all things are, pro are possible. That's, that's the promise of God. You know, it's not possible for us to do everything. We have limitations on this body, on our mind. But through Jesus Christ, we can do all things. <clears throat> Those who choose disassociation to the call of total belief are now in a disjuncture of discordance because even their own spirit is misaligned to them. Beyond disorder, the sound of the rushing of angel wings can be heard. The St. Danny scandals at the fringe of heaven, speaking accusations against God's chosen ones, have failed. Real love, pure and upright, reigns. Every true scribe has within his ability to bring out the ancient treasures, which have never yet been opened. The chimes of time are ringing. Nothing can stop them from ringing. The trumpets of revelation that once played behind the back of John, are now speaking face to face with manifestor saints. The Holy Ghost is winging and tonguing spirit to spirit. Spirit to spirit messages and a new hearing is developing <clears throat> in the minds of the Melchizedek manifestors. Come fly with me. Let me take you where you can learn to strum the soundtrons. For surely by now you know not even the half has been told. And that's the subtitle of this teaching today. Not even the half has been told. In the secret places of the stairs, I will dig out the key words so as to open the energy dots and channel doors of the skies. When you hear the revelation <coughs> of the swoo, it will live with you forever because it has roots not of this world. How seemingly it would be to miss this journey, to go where no mortal has ever gone before. This is the moment of the whispering winds of the Holy Ghost. The tales to be told belong to a language far, far away. Now the title of this teaching goes like, What is the Holy Ghost? Part 10. And the subtitle, The Half Has Not Been Told. And swoo intercession at the Father's house. Now this thing of swoo, a person say, well that's not in the Bible, but actually it is, because uh, when you get into like um, words that you're 
you're looking up uh, their um, foundation meaning, their root meaning, uh, in, the, in a sense of, of uh, linguistics. Uh, you like to know which is translated from the Hebrew and which are translated from the, the um, Greek. And as you get into this thing on the SWU, in uh, Strong's uh, Concordance, a Greek dictionary, uh, G4982, is the one that really has the meaning of SWU. And when you look at it, it, it the, the spelling is S-O-Z as in Z-O. Uh, but uh, when you put it into the confines of transliteration and the aspects like when you get into the Hebrew and the ancient Greek, uh, if you have a letter and that's the last letter, uh, it, it can be doubled. And and so that is just a, a legal linguistic aspect of those uh, ancient uh, languages that were understood that you could add a zero to them. You could uh, also delete uh, certain uh, uh, letters. And um, <clears throat> that is what ends up giving the different kinds of, uh, of uh, translation of pronunciation. But we have the, the uh, sozu. But if you, if you uh, take and you add a, a, a O or the pronunciation value, which is allowed to be done in transliteration, then it could, it could be uh, like um, S-O-Z or Z-O-U, Zozu. Uh, uh, and then if you get into the first part of it and you do transliteration, uh, you can get into our S-W-O-O, swoo, that we use, which is a transliteration uh, from uh, Arturian, Arturian language. And the meaning of the swoo is preserve, number one, protect, two, three, save, and four, safe, and five, heal. And those are all under this meaning in the 4982 and in the order that I gave them. So it's really, really neat as we get into this true uh, Sioux intercessions, uh, which also have um, relational aspects that are very important, as we'll be explaining, uh, you know, because like uh, being in the sleep uh, and the tuper, uh, that is uh, got a relational connection, uh, you know, to the spirit makes intercessions with us and how that these intercessions are connected uh, to the swoo in the sense of, of the sleep type of swoo. Okay. As I begin to write and experience the remembrance of the revelations that I have had, one particular event comes into my mind, especially at the time that I was writing the Seven Thunders book. There were channels of flowing knowledge that surged upon me. I remember once that I felt baptized in a glossolalia of many living waters. My spirit rose as its own entity. My crude side of the flesh was overshadowed, and suddenly, what seemed not sensible didn't seem to have a meaning discernible. Nevertheless, became a prime realization. 
I remember when that, that when the Lord Gabriel said to me, what you see is not what is. What you see is what is not. The Queen of Sheba had heard great and famous things about Solomon, but after seeing the spiritual royalty of his kingdom admit it, she had not been told even a half of the reality. The Bible speaks about there being a level of joy, unspeakable and full of glories. People get into one glory and they experience it and they put a cap on it and they make it a denomination. We don't want to take away anything from that, but in the sixth chapter of Hebrews, it tells us that there's a point at which these beginning glories, these beginning experiences, we have to move beyond them because we have to proceed on up Jacob's ladder. It is clear to the point something is not speakable or discernible. Because if there are, are joys unspeakable and full of glories, we are told that these unspeakable things are there because they can't be spoken because the people cannot hear them to perceive them. But it doesn't mean that forever those things will be unspeakable and that people will forever not be able to hear them. So there must be levels of joy that are levels of glories totally unknown that are available in the spiritual heights that many have not obtained. In one print of God's pure love, in one print of God's pure love, if that could touch a mortal, that person's spirit would be made pure in an instant. And every cell of that person's body house would be purified. Now, I understand there's different levels of purifications. Flesh can only be purified to an extent, whereas the spirit can be purified to a, great, a much greater extent. The Bible says no mortal, no mortal, N-O, has seen God at any time. Jesus said, the Father is in me, so when you see me, you indirectly see the Father. It is unimaginable what the empowering would be like to see and to be in the first presence of the invisible God, the I am God. Jesus said, if all was written that should be written, not even the, not even the universe could contain it. And that's true, because the glories and the revelations and the realities that are in the first domain, which is a spirit world, and God said, I am a spirit, and they that worship me must worship me in the spirit of truth. Spirit and truth. And so, beyond the universe, we get the first domain. Awesome. Blessed be the name of God. Blessed be his holy, powerful name. The manifest ministry is about writing and sharing those things that should be written. There are glories coming by the way of the eastern and northern spirit temple gates of timelessness. The unknown universe and the unknown God. Paul noted that on Mars Hill, there was a worship carving made to the unknown God. He was amazed how that the mortals ignorantly were worshiping the true God. In most all science, sciences, such as environment, oceanographic, archaeology, paleontology, histology, add to that list a list of much length, 
for which the half has not been told. Scientists at this time of my writing admit that such titles as I have read that they only understand a small percent, a small percent even of the whole universe. Further day by day discoveries are clearing the way to a knowledge that there is a long time of his history life that has existed on earth which human minds have not tallied. The exotic civilizations of Lucifer Satan existed that lies secretly waiting to be discovered and told. The underground cities have not been discovered. The underground city of the giants in Bashan area is only a small discovery inkling of what remains not found and untold. It's an example, in other words, of what has not yet been found. Perhaps one of the evilest kinds of knowledge existing today is the disillusional knowledge of disbelief. When Eve was beguiled to eat the evil side of the tree of life, the Gihon serpent said to her, Has God said that in the day you will, that you eat of this fruit you will surely die? You will not die. Eat and live and become wise. And, evil, and Eve, pardon me, Eve, being tricked, because she did not know the mystery of the time, she partook of the fruit. Because she didn't grasp the understanding that the day that God spoke of was a generation day, and the day that the Gihon serpent spoke of was a 24-hour day. Strangely, it is the same deception that is even presently beguiling much of the Christian religion as to the timing of creation. These Christian believers think that the creation time regarded days of 24 hours rather than the actual reality of generation creation days, such as explained in Psalms 105. Jesus, in a parable, speaks of a group of persons who, believing they were correct with their interpretation of the Mosaic law, were rebuked by Jesus and told, who told them, go away. I never knew you. The mystery of forgetting and, and, and ignoring. Diseases of forgetting are rampant on earth. It has been said everything is a state of the mind. The entrance to this conveyance is not always easy to find for acknowledgement. The Bible says we live in a land of forgetfulness. That's in the book of Psalms. For what is remembered there exist many potential erasers which are abundant on the planet Earth. Many of these erasers are of psychopathic aspects. Some, some psyches caused by narcotics, some caused by medicine, some caused by genetics, some caused by psychopathic driven evil. Some persons with memory diseases keep forgetting until they are not only uh, of the nature that that they are forgetting life-living abilities. And before that, they begin to forget knowing their family and their friends. They eventually, as I say and have said, forget how to move and breathe and even eat. There's something very vain and primitive about ignoring love. Most often it is just a crude casualty Often it is a case of mental lapse or of the displacement of love by other placement of someone or something else. 
and often the choice is evil or indeception. I do not say there are not rare exceptions. Love is meant to be forever, and the highest tide should never flood it out of its frame. Love can overcome mistakes and even incompatibilities by creating changes for the good in a mate. This is made possible through the gift of love. It is difficult to love long-term resistance, but true love will give its life for a friend. And the Bible says that on earth there is no greater love. If the path of true love ever meanders, that is not the end. And no one should judge the reasons. Often the strange and the rare are dives that happen and sometimes have causations. But a mind not of spirit cannot understand or adjust. Nevertheless, such love is destined, or if it is destined, it will return through the flame and the hurt of the deepest wounds. For love always finds its misplaced compass again. Such love is so full of healing that all wounds eventually mend in its overcoming power. A lone songbird will find a tree limb and sing to itself or herself until body oils soothe even his or her spirit. The lone songbird will always fly higher than the paired songbirds because his range of reach knows no welling limits. Not even the half is known about the desperation of such a bird waiting uh, to not be alone. If the heartbeats of such a lonely songbird, of such a lonely songbird could be uh, a story told, the awareness of such knowledge, heretofore unknown, would bring tears to the eyes of the hardest heart of humans. People and creatures on earth sometimes die for split seconds unknowingly to others, sometimes in their sleep, sometimes uh, in their minds, and sometimes in their love. Even the, f the phantom of death is moved by that kind of dying. Some persons will say this is not true, you may be one of them who has died a split of a second, here or there unknowingly, because your strong reactions may, may mean more than you think. Yes, the half has not been told. Yes, there is judgment, but there is also grace. The root and offspring of David, who escaped his folly time and time again, is still chosen because he is the one and the only one who slew the giant that was defying the city of God. David was then chosen to be the root offspring from which the master of love, Jesus Christ, sprung. And that, dear reader, is not half the story. The ancientness of you that the half has not been told. If you will receive it, the tinglings are in vector. They seek the center point of the transcendentalisms to the alpha passageway to that which was, which is, and which is to come. Kiss yourself, O fan, for your wheel has been around a long, long time. And who are you? The story of, the, of who you have been has not the hap been told. You have guided through many trails of many stars and through the universes great and wide and sensational. You are more ancient of ages than you are youthful of ages. Accordingly, much of the universe of things near and far relate to a mortal life, yet the environment of that mortal life has mysteries and secrets the half untold. <clears throat> 
Imagine beyond your mind's best guess what the heaven of heavens, a realm of pure energy spirit, would be like. The whole subject is unspeakable and full of glory, which hardly even one percent is known by the common mortal. The swoo of the Father's house, sometimes called a heaven, a planet with the essentials of life. St. John 14, 1-4 and Genesis 1, 8. Long before the famous Star Wars film, long before the film The Matrix, many revelations of Star Wars and the Father's bosom intercession called the Swoo, S-W-O-O, was a masterpiece mystery. There exists a super kind of sleep that is a state of preservation in a kind of sleep in which the physical body is preserved. Now you remember I read you that meaning of the word swoo and preservation or being preserved was one of them. During this sleep, a person can be awakened for periods of time to do necessary exploits. Once the swoo cradle is tuned, it can only be vacated a short period without turning off the memory episode and shutting it down. So in the early swoo, it was possible um, it was possible if the radiant person of the SWU was revived for short work or required to be a updated for a full flash alert to substitute an aligned person to take the radiant person's place for a specific time. Of late, this situation has been updated for a perfect DNA Android copy of the radiant to be substituted. This first, uh, The first successful radiant that tested was known as the A-Asa, and known also by other names that cannot generally at this time be divulged. Jesus Christ well understood this sleep, but his disciples had difficulty grasping it. Jesus said about Lazarus, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may awake him out of the sleep. As regarded the understanding of Christ's disciples, he said to them, What I do you understand not now. But you shall know and understand later, St. John thirteen seven MIV. It is further written, These things understood not his disciples at first. But when Jesus was glorified, they remembered these things, St. John twelve sixteen. When Jesus saw the lack of his disciples' understanding, the supernatural kind of sleep to which he was referring, which was a kind of supernatural superhibernation, a suspended state and a dominant state, he spoke in his disciples' limits of understanding. Therefore, he said, Lazarus is dead. The disciples just couldn't understand his language when he was talking about the swoo. And he said, Lazarus just sleeps. Well, he, he'd be doing great if he's just sleeping. What's the problem? And, and you see, he had been sick, very sick. And Jesus delayed his coming because he knew he was going to go into the sleep and that that was all planned of God for the signs of wonders that were to be shown. When Jesus saw the lack of the disciples' understanding of the supernatural kind of sleep to which he was referring, which was a kind of supernatural uh, superhibernation, a suspended state, a dominant state, he spoke to his disciples in their limit of understanding. Therefore, he said, Lazarus is dead. This was because his disciples could only think in the terms of sleep as to resting in bed. But his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he does well, St. John eleven thirteen. However, Jesus and his disciples were on a trip to visit Lazarus because of his request to come. 
Jesus and his disciples had been told that Lazarus was sick. Jesus, knowing the whole situation of which the disciples were ignorant, encouraged them by saying, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now, this is really important. For those people that try to get the interpretation that Jesus corrected the term sleep and said, No, okay, he's dead. And, and they, they go along with that. See, so he, they, you know, he was actually dead, but Jesus was just calling it sleep. And they'll give a couple ex, ex, examples. But if you do not put this verse with it, then you cannot get the deep and true and actual meaning out of it. Because in St. John eleven four it says, you know, this thing here. It says um, that... <clears throat> This is, he spoke to his disciples when they were talking about Lazarus being sick. This sickness that Lazarus has is not unto death, but for the glory of God that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. So Jesus said to them before they got there that this sickness was not unto death, but the disciples just couldn't get it. So they kept saying, you, you, mean, you don't mean sleep, you mean death. You mean he's dead. So finally Jesus says, oh, okay, he's dead. But he had already told him this sleep was not unto death because this, this sickness, rather, was not unto death. So there gives you the proof that this sickness that he had that the people thought killed him and he died and was dead was not a sickness unto death and instead he went into a hibernation suspension. And Jesus had waited two days for him to get into that hibernation. No doubt Enoch, Moses, Elijah, and Daniel were put in swoo cradles for, for, for song periods of timelessness. St. John of the writer of the four Gospels was the only one of the four writers who had been in the Mount of Transfiguration his understanding was supreme. Now, there was something special about John, and that was made very clear by the things that Jesus said about him. There were other great persons there. There were other persons like Peter and James also went up to the Mount of Transfiguration. But John wrote these things in an understanding way. Okay, what is the slew? Many sparks rise from white stones and speak the truth. May per personified notes of music sing above the storms of life. Swuwa se asa. That's the title of a song that I wrote many, many years ago. Swuwa se asa. Where will we find the secret place in the steps? In the staircase. Will it be in the second and third rounds of faith? Will it be in the second and third rounds of glory? Romans 1.17, KJV, and 2 Corinthians 3.18. Obviously, there are different rounds of faith. Obviously, there are different rounds of glory. This I know. It will be an open-faced revelation of being changed by transformations. 2 Corinthians 3.18. Such, uh, su such events are absolute space, not common to mortals. For it is a way to serve God in a newness of one spirit, Romans 7, 
1.6 KJV. Those who are asleep in the Sozu are the Swu. Those who are asleep in the Sozu, and I gave you the way to find that. Sozu, which translator alliterated from Arturian for sound, and the wave contextual, uh, and the word contextual to contextual value is changed to the spelling of Swu, from the word meaning saved, which includes preserved and many of those other things. In the sense of being preserved from the Greek, sozu, saved to the uttermost, Hebrew 7.25, and the term sozu being swu is relational to enduring to the end, the same shall be saved, G, P8.2, 4P82. I don't think that's quite right, but I gave you that other number earlier. Matthew 10.22 and Mark 13.13. The term intercession, the Spirit makes intercessions for us. Romans 8.26. G541. And from 5228 and 5259. Subsilence, sleep, torpor, is also relational to Sosu, so which is Swu, in the sense of meaning G2192, to hold oneself above, in the sense of born from above. And so, one day there will be a then, when the righteous who are in the Swu at the Father's house will shine forth in risings from the sleep of the Swu. St. Matthew 13.43.4, MIV, and 1 Thessalonians 4.13.4. 4. Now, one of these uh, services, and I don't know which ones it will be, we will have some special Gentile services in a, a stepped-up, um, hyper-spiritual occasion uh, to be done live uh, in the What is the Holy Spirit broadcast uh, in a vein of revealing to show people how that the Holy Spirit cares, the Holy Spirit loves, the Holy Spirit is concerned for you and your health, for you and your well-being and your, your welfare of life. And we will also include in that the financial state of a lot of the different ones that are listening for blessings to come on these people and create financial changes and advantages. And then some point, at some point, there will be a service which we will preserve for the idea of, for the idea of people that have not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And we will have a Holy Ghost service, and, uh, and there will be, I'm sure, uh, many, many people receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, one of the very important things that we revealed to people that was so absolutely urgent for people to understand and believe is this revelation 
which actually comes out of Matthew 24, and which the Bible says this is not the end. This is only the beginning. And that's after making the list of famines and earthquakes and, and men's hearts failing them for fear and all kinds of things happening. Men's hearts failing them for fear was relational in another book, but it referred to the same thing of Matthew 24. And <clears throat> it, 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 it revealed that you know, this was not the end. But do you think that that made any difference with, with the ministries? They just, they just glossed right over that, skipped right over it. And instead of reading it, this is not the end, they read it, now when you hear, see these horrible things, this is the end. And that is not what Jesus taught. He said, it's not the end, it's just the beginning. We're still in the, in the alpha of time. We're still in the beginning of time. And it's going to go on and on and on. And we were given this uh, revelation in the book of Daniel, and, and uh, we've preached on this, but, you know, people have just, just not been able to grasp it. They, they just haven't been able to get it. But in the ninth chapter of uh, Daniel, and the 24th verse, it says, 70 weeks are determined upon this pe thy people and upon the holy city to make the to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in the to bring in everlasting righteousness to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy now i know there's men and persons and scholars out there think that they understand this but generally they have never understood what the, the 70 weeks really is because it actually translates to thousands of generations and and they just don't understand that they don't understand that <laughs> to make an end of sins where there's no more sins anymore that has to be a place where you have reached where you have made an end of Lucifer, Satan, and the tares, and all these, they have to be gone. Otherwise, there's going to continue to be sins because they're going to be successful in some of their, their exploits against the Christians. But there's going to come a time, <clears throat> but the 70 weeks is very significant. Now, what does it say in Psalms? Well, in Psalms 105, it says in verse 8, he hath remembered his covenant forever, a word which he commanded to a thousand generations. And then if you take the thousand generations, but let me finish this verse 9, which covenant he made with Abraham his oath unto Isaac, and confirmed the same unto Jacob for a law and to Israel for an everlasting covenant. It's an everlasting covenant. It's just as in a blurb. This, this thing of a thousand generations. And then when you look at, at, um, at Psalms, you get into to Psalms 90, uh, I think it is. Let's see, where are we at here? Psalms 90. And it talks about verse 4. And it's in verse 1 we should talk about. Thou hast been our dwelling place in all, A-L-L, -L, generations. So the title of this subject is about generations, not, not 24-hour days. And verse 4, 
For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday, when it is past, as a watch in the night. And verse 10. The days of our years are threescore years and ten. Threescore, twenty, twenty, twenty and ten is seventy. And if by reason of strength, fourscore, and that gives you eighty. So then when you take these years... And they're put into generations. You get it into uh, to the, the reading in 105. And you get into the 70 to 80,000 generations. Now, what does this mean? It's going to be, it's going to be 70 to 80,000 generations before the fallen angels, the Ophan, have finally overcome and settled that, that debt of the falling aspect that caused them to fall into gravity of the human body. It's going to be 70 to 80 years on this planet, and we're going to be out and living on other planets. And then after that time, it's not the end end of the end, but we as Ovenims will have overcome all sin. We will be, we, we will be uh, uh, no longer elect angels. We will be returned to being angels. And, and then our job that we came to this planet for to, to develop the ministry and to find new spirit souls that can become uh, uh, redeemed uh, angels and brought into the first domain will begin. And that will go on for a long, long time before this universe ends. Now these teachings are incredible and they're important. And I hope that you're not among those that will be like it with Daniel, that Daniel says, and he could find no one that understood his vision. I am quite sure and I know that we have found many that do understand this vision. But there's more of you out there that do not. And I want you to pray. And I want you to believe. And I want you to understand that this is the message of today. And these deep things are the things, like in the time of Jesus, and I'm going to bring this to a close in just a jiffy here. Like the time of, of, of Jesus when he said, except you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you will in no wise enter into the kingdom of heaven. And that tied in to the revelation that I suppose that not even the world could contain it if all was written that should be written because he shined in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. So God is dealing for you not to be the darkness. Everything is true and is awesome and is possible in Jesus Christ. Janet at the organ.